I don't remember it as well as you do. I think I, like, trauma blocked it. You probably did. I just remember you were, like, screaming, and I had to sit <laughs> and pretend like I wasn't laughing. <laughs> okay. So once upon a time, my grandparents were having a football watching party at their house. If, if anybody knows them, don't tell them we do this podcast, first of all. But <laughs> you know that they have huge football parties. Uh-huh. And so, uh, like, all of us kids are just banished to the other room because we better we not can't interrupt. Shut up. We can't yeah, shut we up. Yeah, we better not interrupt their freaking football. So the yeah. treadmill is in the other room that we're in. And our parents were kind enough to look away from the TV for a few minutes to make us plates of food. So we get our little plates of food and we go back into the to the dungeon and we have the treadmill on max speed. (laughs) (laughs) And sweet, innocent little Lizzie is holding her plate of French onion dip and Fritos right by the edge of this whirling machine it's just nobody's on it either nobody's on it it's just freaking going (laughs) and i'm standing on the other side of the treadmill (laughs) (laughs) and poor little lizzie goes to step across the treadmill to get over to the side where i'm sitting (laughs) and her (laughs) And her foot hits the treadmill. <laughs> the treadmill that's up against the wall. <laughs> I need to compose myself. <laughs> so her foot hits this treadmill. Sweat. Flings her into the wall. <laughs> and her plate of French onion. <laughs> It goes right onto her face. And she's stuck between the wall and the the that band is... of the treadmill. And it's just like road rashing her arm. It just... Like, and she's wailing. I was terrified. It was like claustrophobia and I couldn't see anything. <laughs> like I couldn't... I couldn't get up and I couldn't see. There was just... I just remember your mom careening in there. And she, like, flung the door open. And you're just like, what? <laughs> Nobody put stop on the treadmill. <laughs> We're all just sitting there watching you get burned It's up. like a plane crash. You don't, you don't want to watch, but you can't stop watching. <laughs> I swear I could smell your skin burning. <laughs> and no, I think it, was, it wasn't until my mom came in that she stopped the treadmill. <laughs> And there were like three or four other people in there. Because <laughs> I remember Levi was in there too and he was laughing at me. And I was like, shut up, I can't see. Turn it off. <laughs> There's French onion tip in my eye. Yeah. And we were like, we weren't like little kids either. We were probably no. 11 or 12. Yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were in middle school. 
And your arm was, like, bleeding because it had, like... Yeah, because it ripped my skin off. It, like, burned through your skin. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Wow. So, here's that. My name's Courtly. And I'm Wuzzy. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our podcast. Or something like that. <laughs> We're so awkward. <laughs> I just want to end this right now. Did it work? It worked the first time! Is it working? Can you hear me? <laughs> yes! Oh my gosh. Uh, I just screamed straight into my phone. It's okay, I can still hear. Sorry. This is a good um this is a good setup. Last episode I was in the ER parking lot. In the ER, not ER. U R U C urgent care. You I, don't know why, see. I don't know why it took me so long to get to that acronym. Now I'm sitting Okay, we're the, here. I'm sitting in the Staples parking lot now in Conference. Oh Colorado. my gosh, speaking of Staples. What? Do you remember that time that <laughs> Mimi was at Staples and that guy was walking his dog down the street and he was butt naked? <laughs> when you said Staples, that just triggered that memory. Wait, and I was like, wait, I have to. We were both there? No, no. So Mimi called me. It was like midday. It was like lunchtime. And she was like, Courtly, you won't believe what I just saw. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she was like, I was at going in Staples. You know how they have that big window across the front? I was like, yeah. She's like, I saw this guy walking his dog, and then he crossed the parking lot, and I realized, I did, at first I thought he just had no shirt on, and then <gasps> once he crossed the parking lot, I realized he had only shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, he was just walking his dog down 199, no. like, like he was fully clothed. <laughs> was it in Lake Worth? Yes. <laughs> that adds up. That yeah, makes a lot of that sense. Place is a ghetto. <laughs> I was like, "Did you call nine one one?" And she was like, "Yes." <laughs> oh, one time I was driving into Amarillo, and um, Amarillo has a huge homeless population. And I was stopped at a stoplight, over, and there's a homeless man, pants around his ankles, just hanging out by hmm. the bridge. And I was like, "Yep." You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Amarillo by morning. Amarillo up from San Antonio. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Yeah, it, it says everything that, that, that I've got, got is just what I've got on. And that was true. Everything he had was what he had on. It, that is very true because he was literally homeless in his yeah. pants. Pants on the ground, pants on the ground, looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. You ever did you ever hear that when you were young? You ever were you ever about that? You know, as much as I want to make you feel um alone, yeah, I did. I I was gonna be like, no, Lizzie, it was just you. No, I felt like it was pretty popular. It was, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Because I never know, I never know if something that I grew up like that was a pillar of my youth i never know if it was just my family's weirdness or if yeah it, mm-hmm. or if it was like a normal 
See, that's what happens also when you grow up in a private Christian school. You're like, was this a normal world thing or was right. this just like my little um, protected bubble thing? Exactly. Because private Christian school is one step up from homeschooling. And it's also one step away from a cult. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Homeschooling is also one step away from the cult. So, yeah. Oh gosh, all the traumatic, traumatic events of my youth. Oh man. No, I didn't really have any trauma. I didn't have much trauma, but it shapes us. It it makes us hilarious. It does. I just um hang on. Can you hear me getting texts right now? No. Okay, good. Someone's lighting up this. Someone's lighting up this uh, group message that hasn't been lit up in over a year. Oh shit! They're rekindling the fire. Rekindling the fire. The last time all of us got together, it was New Year's twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. Oh no! My friends and I, a few of my friends and I, we went to Colorado Springs. We got an Airbnb in Colorado Springs. Everything was shut down still because of COVID. Yeah. So it's not like we could go do anything. We didn't go anywhere warm, you know? So, like, all my little Texas friends, they were like, oh, no, it's so cold. Anyways, yeah. They were freezing their buns off. Yeah. It was so fun. It was so fun. And we actually, that was when I heard about the Tom Brown case, which is not what we're talking about today, but it's what we're talking about later this month. So Yes. I can't um, wait. I know I'm excited for that one, but that's what she was just texting about. Actually, was she was like, "Any ner- any news on Tom Brown, little Tommy boy?" Anyways, that was so random. I need to pluck my chin hair. I did that this morning. It was getting bad. Yeah, I've noticed that it in that change from fall to winter, the colder makes it weather, fuzzy. Yeah, it makes I get more. Isn't that weird? Did I ever send you a picture of my stomach when I was pregnant? Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it was like a freaking Bigfoot. Yeah, that was that I was got so hairy. Why and for what did you shave it? No, I, well, yeah, okay. It got out of hand. So I shaved like the bot below my belly button. Mm-hmm. But like the top of my stomach, it was like soft fuzz, so I just left okay. it. Yeah, but, no, you gotta get rid of that dark stuff. Yeah, good news. Um, it's all gone now, so good weird pregnancy stuff man yeah after i had him we went home and penny was like shedding really bad because it was springtime and shane vacuumed and he was like look all your stomach hair fell out i was like (gasps) i don't even like you anymore (laughs) i know he didn't say that he did i was like you're lucky i'm recovering from surgery because i would fight you right now Beat the tar out of him my <laughs> gosh all your stomach hair fell out <laughs> that's what they would do you know like hair just falls out my yeah. brothers would my brothers would pick up oh i just smacked the top of my car my brothers would pick up my like hair out of my head that had fallen out <laughs> if they found it or if it would get stuck on their shirt they'd be like ew lizzie's armpit hair <laughs> And I was like, no, stop. (laughs) This isn't even funny. Stop it, guys. (laughs) Did they do it when, like, one of my high school boyfriends would be around? Oh, yeah, of course. Maximum Mm -hmm. embarrassment. Yeah, now both those guys are married. Yeah, my parents ditched me to go to one of them's weddings. 
That should be illegal. I was straight up like, hold on now. What am I going to do? Oh, none of my friends live in Colorado. And I was like, sitting in my car, and I was literally like, what? You're like, what is life, and why am I here right now? I feel like a clown. I feel like a such clown. a clown. A clown, man. I felt like a clown. And uh, I went to Barnes & Noble, actually. I would, you know, at least you're single at 24 and not, at, like, already divorced. Like, you know, <laughs> someone else we know. <laughs> someone in the room. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to say any names, though, because we don't want to call them out. I don't want to call anybody. I don't want to hurt her feelings or anything. Yeah. Uh-oh. Who said it was a girl? Not me. I don't assume any of it. I don't. I won't assume. <laughs> oh my god! Good times. Good times. Yeah, yeah. You want to know what else is a good time? What's a good? Yeah, yeah. The case we're talking about today, baby. Heck yeah, nudists. <laughs> I've dubbed this one paradise. You know. Okay. okay. I thought. Listen, I thought that Trouble in Paradise came from Bachelor in Paradise that show i've never seen that show okay well it's well i want to say it's trash every bachelor nation show is trash but if you like to eat trash like me you'll like it um but now that i'm saying that i think that that's just a common phrase i think that it is so that's, that's awesome. what i've always thought i mean i didn't i didn't think it came from anywhere yeah um that's that was just me. Gosh, the police are all over hauling butt. Where's the naked man? He's <laughs> running down 285, which adds up, honestly. <laughs> the naked man at Staples. The naked man, that's right. And now we're going to start talking about people. What a great, what a great <laughs> unplanned Trans- intro to this, to this story. <laughs> Transitioning. Um, Okay, so I'm going to be telling the story of, there's a few characters here, and I'll start off with um, the beginning. This is going to be kind of interesting, because I'm going to have to look at my notes, and then hold the phone up to my mouth, and then look at my notes, and hold the phone up to my mouth. Lame-o. Because I forgot to grab my laptop. It's okay. Which is besides the point, so we might have to do some fancy editing while I pause and, you know, whatever. But I also, who knows? Who know? Can you hear the sirens? Negative. Okay, good. Um. Okay, so I'll start off with our first character, which is Friedrich Ritter. How do you know it's Friedrich and not Frederick? Is it spelled different? It is. So it's spelled Fried Rich. Friedrich. But he's German, so I just assume Friedrich. Which is, I think, the German way to spell Frederick, which is my father's okay. name. No, it is. Is it really? Yeah. So Papa Wait. Fred. Papa Fred is the first Frederick, and then my dad is the second Frederick. Eric goes by his middle name. Fred. Eric is a nickname for Frederick. Oh my gosh! I'm so stupid. <laughs> Frederick Eric. Frederick. <laughs> Dude, no. 
<laughs> That's so besides the point. Yeah, <laughs> rabbit trail. Uh, let's get away from Fred and Eric, which is yeah. Eric. Dude, that was so dumb. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> that was funny. I liked it. Um, <laughs> but Friedrich, uh, he was, when he enters the story, he's 43 years old. He's a World War One veteran. He was German, so he fought for the Germans. But this was World War... Who's pulling up in, in this car beside me? But up he... In here, up in here. Okay, anyway, he what? He's... um. Sorry, I'm checking this person out, but their windows are super tinted, so I can't see. I feel like I'm going to be offered to buy drugs or murdered. Um, and that is an overactive brain. Um, Correct. Yes. Anyways, besides the point. Um, 43-year-old, World War One veteran. So this was pre-World, this was pre-Hitler, Germany. Okay. 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 So, I mean, like, still not good to be on the German yeah. side, but yeah, we're not Nazis yet. Right. It's a slightly acceptable. S- only slightly. Because whoa, I just like hiccuped or something. Um, and Friedrich loved Nietzsche. What is that? Nietzsche was a philosopher, I think. I think I know he was a philosopher, but he, I, his big thing was like, you can do it if you think it. Well, that isn't true. It's not, but that was kind of his, you can will, will anything into happening. And so Friedrich, Dr. Friedrich Ritter, he was a doctor, had this patient named Dora Strauch. And it's not spelled Dora like Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. It's spelled D-O-R-E. And so I thought it was Dor for the longest time. And then I heard it in a video and everybody said Dora. And I was like, okay, Dora. Got it. So Dora Strauch. And um, she was a patient of his. So she had um, she had multiple sclerosis. What's multiple sclerosis, Lizzie? Courtly, I did not look that up. <laughs> Let me look it up right now. No, no, that's why I asked. No, we need to know what multiple You're sclerosis right. is. Right. Um, it's an autoimmune disease. When the body's immune system starts to attack the CNS, what is that? The rabbit trail grows longer. Attacks and destroys myelin, a fatty substance that covers nerve fibers and that is critical for their electric function. So it's like a nerve disorder. Yeah, so it it interferes with the ability of nerve cells to send electrical signals between the brain, spinal cord, and other regions of the body. Okay, okay. So it's that's pretty serious. Yeah. And I guess a lot of other doctors, so I first learned... <clears throat> edit that out i first learned about this case from my favorite murder which is okay i've literally only listened to that episode because my friend sent it to me and it was awesome and i loved it i just haven't listened to any more yet um but on their podcast they talked about how she had seen a lot of doctors and all of them were like no no cure you're sorry dog okay you're gonna have to live with ms 
that's just it that's that's reality suck it up but yeah. mr dr friedrich ritter he said no if you you can will yourself into being healed okay if you think it you can do it and she ate it up you know yeah she was like i got this exactly exactly and so during this time she was like you know what forget my husband i love this dr ritter man and dr ritter said you know what forget my wife i love dora so they left each they both left their spouses to be with each other Mm -hmm. red flag number one yep yep that (laughs) Nietzsche should have been the first red flag, but that's fine. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So in 1929, they decided to leave Germany for Floriana, which is a southern island in the Galapagos. Because Dr. Ritter had this vision of living an all-natural life, like as natural as possible. Let's do it, Lizzie. Let's move. Let's go. I mean, you might not have the same reaction when this is done, but (laughs) But right now, you know, let's collect all the information before we make a decision. Exactly. They wanted to really just like escape society and go live, you know, their own little crunchy lives. Yeah. Out on the Galapagos and leave Germany. Um get this this is so it's already we've got some red flags this is when it starts to get a little wacky we're gonna turn it up a bit Ritter before this trip pulled out all of his teeth what the actual (laughs) (laughs) he pulled out all of his teeth to see if he could toughen up his gums so he could give blowjobs for money to go to the Galapagos like what like he pulled every single tooth out of his head. I, you know, he pulled every single tooth out of his head, okay? And what was the reason again? He wanted to see if his gums would toughen up. For, but you have teeth. That's what one of the videos that I, I had seen on YouTube said. I was like, I don't know, but he just like... He just wanted, he just pulled them all out. What a weirdo. Yeah, and he pulled out a lot of doors, too. If not all of hers. But that was on the island that that he did that. So he was pulling them out with, like, wrenches. Because they were bad? Or? I think he just, I think, I think it was a fetish. This is weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, hang on. Hold on to your butt. Um... So they get to this island, Floriana, and they build a house out of, like, all of these natural materials that they find. They start farming. They have donkeys. They have chickens. Like, all of this stuff. A high schooler just drove by and waved at me. I don't know you. I feel bad for those animals. I had to live with them. Yeah. Well, so they... They were doing all this agriculture stuff, and it was actually really... Like, Floriana and I, as an island itself has very limited resources for agriculture. So they were having to figure out ways to, like, 
get water, which was fresh water was scarce, and all of this stuff to keep not just themselves alive, but their animals. You know what I bet made them less thirsty? Not having teeth. <laughs> not having freaking teeth, man. That I guess that, you know, survival of the fittest at that point. Um, and if you see pictures of him, like I'll post obviously we'll post I'll post on Instagram when this comes out so that everybody follow our Instagram, which is or something like that seven, right? Because someone yes. had taken or something like that. Yes. Yes. So freaking stupid. Um anyways. Uh yeah, so they were doing all this and they were living they were completely vegetarian. Wait, back up. You said I saw this picture of him and oh, then you forgot sorry. to finish. Sorry, it's because I got my I distracted myself. I get that. It's fine. Um you you can tell that he didn't have any teeth. Like his little lips are all like sucked <laughs> into his mouth. <laughs> They're stuck up against his gums. Yeah, exactly. That's probably how he talked, too. Because he probably had to relearn how to speak because we use our teeth to talk. pulled all his freaking teeth out. He pulled all of his choppers out, man. Like, what is he supposed to do? Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine the pain? Like, my man, he just freaking sent it. He just sent it. Please tell me they did not have children on this island. No. Okay. So... Um, he just, he just really, Ritter had this dream of living the most crunchy, organic life they could. So they were vegetarian, they're living off of the land, they were naked. They weren't naked, they were naked. Naked is when you're naked on Say purpose it like a Texan. and you're, and you're looking for trouble. But naked means that you just don't have any clothes on, you're looking for them. Okay, okay. And they were naked. They were running around naked on this island, and so ships would pass by and all of this stuff, and they'd just see these two naked people running around in their little house. And I guess, like, ships back then had this system where they would set a mailbox up on an island. So then, like, you could, if you were passing by on a ship, you could stop, put, and you needed to send something to, like, your home. Okay. You could put a letter in there. And then if a ship was going to the U.S. or to England or Australia, wherever you needed to go, they would pick up the mail from that that was going to that country. Crazy. Isn't that cool? Like, it's yeah. crazy. But um, so that there was like that kind of traffic was happening on this island. Okay. And um, so, so people were like seeing them live off the land, butt naked, running around. And um, they... They started, like, saying all of these, bringing home these stories of these people that lived like this. And they come back in Europe and saying that they're the new age, Adam and Eve, and all this stuff. So they get famous, and they don't even really know. Except Adam and Eve didn't pull all their teeth. So. That's true. Adam and Eve did not pull their teeth out. Um, and so, like, and, and yeah, so... That's that's how we get to our next characters. So people would see this and they would kind of romanticize this lifestyle they were living and be like, I want to do that. I want to go there. And then they would try it and be like, this sucks, actually. This is not for us. Yeah, yeah like no running water. You're stinky. You're naked. 
And Friedrich and Doro were not friendly either. Like, they weren't, they didn't, I think it was especially Friedrich was more like the mean guy, you know? Like, he didn't which want anybody else they, on his island. Right, which is probably why they lived on an island yeah, by like, themselves. They were, they moved there to escape society, and then society found out about it and was like, no, we're coming to you, big man. Let's have a party. Yeah, and he was like, ugh, get off my lawn. So, um, that kind of started happening, but this family came, and it was the Whitmer family. So, Heinz and Margaret, Margaret, (laughs) 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 Heinz, Whitmer, and his wife, Margaret Whitmer, decided to move to the island. And at the time, they had a 13-year-old son named Harry, and Margaret was pregnant. No. Yes. And they were like, oh, it's fine. He's a doctor. So he'll, Dr. Ritter's there. He'll deliver the baby. He also pulled out all of his own teeth. I know. He's a crazy man. And what's funny is that it's, like, it doesn't say what kind of doctor he was, but it's speculated that he was a dentist. So, like, not even... Not qualified. Like, he's not labor and delivery. Or, like, you know, in a medical practice. He definitely can't deliver a child. He's a dentist, so he's a doctor dentist. Which is probably why he pulled all of his own... all of his own teeth out and Dora's because he had some infatuation with teeth. Weirdo. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, so obviously, I mean, the Whitmers move in and they move like I think it was like a one hour walk from the the Dr. Ritter and Dora's Strau. It was like a one hour walk, I think from their little home to the cave that the Whitmers lived in. The cave? They lived yeah. in the cave? So, yeah. So, it it wasn't even like... And I guess they built it up and made it nice or whatever, but it's not even like they were right next to each other, but they still had to share resources and water. So, they were sharing fresh water, and Dr. Ritter was like, I don't like you guys. You come to my home, and you... And I have to share all these resources with you, you know that I don't have teeth now and that I'm crazy and you expect me to deliver your baby. Like, I didn't sign up for that. Yeah, no kidding. Because he's not even a baby doctor. No, and I don't even know why you would want to have a baby on an island. No kidding. Like, ugh. The Whimpers moved there just because they wanted a simple, natural life. You know, they could have moved anywhere else in the world. They could have, but they decided, no, we want to move to Floriana in the Galapagos. So they did. And then, okay, so here comes our third set of characters. Our third set of characters. Bring it on. And I need you to hold on to your butt for this one, because it gets a little crazy. Holding on. Okay. So our third set is the Baroness. Okay? The I'm sorry, what? The Baroness, and I'm about to say her name, but I don't know how to pronounce some of the words, so bear with me. And I couldn't, everybody in the videos, were they were all saying it too fast, so I couldn't pick up on it. 
Okie dokie. And there's some dis- uh, I I saw a couple different names also in my research, but most it's mostly the same. Eloise Wareborn de de Wagner Bosquet. Bosquet. Bosque? Don't know. Boscow. Sure. Boscow. Um she was a self-proclaimed baroness. I don't even know what that is. It's um like a baron but a woman. What is a baron? I don't know. <laughs> Someone rich. Oh. Maybe okay. like royalty adjacent. Okay. Something like that. She she came to the island and she came in hot. She came in hot. She um would tell of this extravagant life that she lived in Europe. She um she arrived with her two male lovers. Lovers. Her two male lovers who were <laughs> Uh, Robert Philipson and Rudolph or in other sources Alfred Lorenz she was described as stubborn sexy and wild that's me I know right I was like dang that's what we say about Courtly all the time (laughs) (laughs) stubborn sexy and wild Courtly Golson you should make that your Instagram bio yeah, I just updated it actually right now. Thank you. Yes. As we speak. Stubborn, sexy, and wild. Um, she was a modern woman, so she was very proud of her lovers and was even known to get passing so not get. She was known to greet passing ships in sheer outfits with a pistol on her hip. Bush first. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whoa! Pump the brakes. Uh, so she basically would just walk out there in like a sheer bathing suit with a pistol hanging off of her hip or swinging it around. And she'd like, her little stubborn, sexy, wild self would just be waving at him going by. And she would have her two lovers with her. Lovers. Those two lovers. And um, she called her home. Stead, the her homestead, she called it the Hacienda Paradise. Paradise. <laughs> Paradise. <laughs> Are you okay today? <laughs> no, I'm trying to like read and hold my phone up, and <laughs> for some reason, it's making my brain short circuit. It's making you have an accent. Yes, Paradise. Hacienda Paradise is what she called her home, and she. Okay wanted to build a really extravagant hotel and she wanted it her she she wanted herself to be called I feel like there's an easier easier way to say that she wanted to be called the empress of Floriana she's a real go-getter she she is she is and she had so she had major girl boss energy yeah, you know definitely. Before girl boss energy was 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 a thing. Major girl boss energy, and her neighbors did not like her. The Whitmers did not like her. Ritter and Strau did not like her, except the men. So Heinz and Friedrich, they were a little more like, "Oh, she's all right," you know, like, "We'll let she's it all right," you know. But uh, yeah. the women were mostly the ones that were like, "Uh, don't like." Thumbs down. 
which I don't blame them, but you know. Yeah, me neither. You're all on an island. What are you to do? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, leave the island is what you would probably do. Exactly. So, um, I guess her homestead was closer to the Whitmers. I think the Whitmers were a little bit more like, I think they, I just get the vibe that they were more open to talking to people than Ritter and than good old Friedrich and Dora were. Okay. okay. You know, they, they were more welcoming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they suspected that she was intercepting their letters to their family. And was, like, altering things to make her sound like she was the leader of this clan on the island. And that she was just this major, like, super cool, sexy, fun lady. And everybody was in love with her. And she was in charge of all of them. And then these letters would get printed. No. Yeah. And so, like, this narrative that everybody's getting is that she is the empress of Floriana like she rules over the land wow this crazy woman in sheer outfits with a pistol she's got everyone fooled uh huh like she was she was doing some work okay she showed up and she girl bossed what is it girl gatekeep girl boss gatekeep don't try too hard Lizzie I've never heard of this saying, so I can't even help you out right now. Oh my gosh. It was literally one of the guys that I matched with on Hinge had it on his Hinge profile. No. I thought it was so funny. That's a hard left. Yeah. You know, Frederick Ritter, Friedrich, Friedrich Ritter, he's like pretty much every guy I've matched with on Hinge. (sighs) Same vibe. (laughs) Pretty much. If any of the guys that I've matched with That's on Hinge is listening, I'm so sorry. Not sorry at all. But that, hey, take a look at yourself. Take a look at my girlfriend. Um, so, yeah. And so the Baroness, she favored good old Philipson over Lorenz. Um... And so she and Philipson would beat the tar out of Lorenz because she was like, you're still my lover, but I'm going to beat the crap out of you. And Philipson is going to join. Yep. They physically beat him. Oh, that's odd. So then Lorenz, he would run over to the Whitmers for protection, like in refuge. And Margaret thought that he was just being a baby about it and that he should man up and tell them to quit beating him and deal with it. What a simple solution, Margaret. I bet he didn't think of that. I know. Yeah. Margaret, he was, she was like, you're a weak man for letting them treat you like that. Like, and he just has these two, this like, this like lady man and this other man just like (laughs) beating on him. Exactly. And if you look at him, like, if you look at a picture, I'll post all of their pictures. Okay. If you look at a picture of him, he's not a big dude. Like, he's a, kind of a small guy. So, I don't suspect he was, like, able to really fight off two people, you know? 
I just imagine this lady being like a freaking Amazon. She does give, well, see, that's the vibe that you get when she is described. When you see a picture of her, you won't think that. I'll send you pictures of all of them. Okay, yeah. I, I need to I need to be able to wrap my brain around this stuff. Because so what's funny is she's described as stubborn, sexy, and wild. But I was watching a video and it was um, a documentary team that had gone out there in the 1930s when she was out there. And um, like the narrator of the documentary said, she's not that pretty. And I was like, whoa, we're getting two very different signals here. So, so she's here. Um, things really start to go downhill. Like, it was already, it was downhill when Friedrich left his wife and Dora left her husband. Yeah, yeah. That started the role. That started it. That was 1929. March 27th, 1934. Dora wrote that the island was eerily quiet and then one piercing scream erupted and the Baroness and Philipson were never to be seen again. Hmm. Suspicious. Activity. Suspicious. Don't be suspicious. We do that every time. We do. What's bad is it's not even like our thing. Like that came from Parks and Rec. Did it really? Yeah. And I just saw it on TikTok sound. That's what I was about to say. I just heard it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Originally Parks and Rec, but yeah, TikTok took it. Um. So March 27, 1934, Dora's like, I don't know, like something really loud. It was really quiet and then it was really loud and then it was really quiet and we haven't seen them since. And um. That's alarming. Which, like, I'm going to be honest, how big is this island? Right. Yeah, exactly. Because if the Whitmers literally were able to live an hour walk away, how do you hear something across the island? But, like, okay, how fast are you walking? You know? I mean, that's true. I mean, you're probably going, I don't probably not super fast because it's not, like, oh. Because I got a 30-minute mile, man. So are they two miles away? You know, I don't know. That's great. That's a great question. Uh, they weren't measuring it in miles back then. They were measuring it in that time. I don't know. Weird. They've got to do better. But you can also, so you can look up YouTube. Like, if you look up Friedrich Ritter and Dora Strau. Yeah. You can, on YouTube, you can find, like, actual documentary footage of them. What? Yeah. Because people were going to the island to, like, see how they lived and stuff. Yeah. I'm just, I'm gonna, full disclosure, I have to do crafts while we do our podcast because I can't sit still. No, I'm with you. I do a color by number on my phone. Okay. When I'm not, ta- when I'm not the one yeah, talking. Yeah. Because if I were trying to read this and do a color by number, it would be a complete, more of a disaster than it already has It been. would be worse than it is right now. It would be on fire. I'm painting. In a bad way. Good job. You're going to have to post a picture of what you were painting during our podcast. I will. I tested. Oh, did I text that picture to you or did I text it to someone else? Um, I texted it to you. Hmm. Casey's first Halloween? 
No. Let's carry on. We're going to cut that out. <laughs> we're we're going to cut it out as soon as we go off the rails completely. We both just tweaked so hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when they ask, like, what happened to the Baroness and Philipson? The Whitmers and Lorenz, they're like, I don't know, they went and they got on a ship and they left to mm, Tahiti. Charlie did. To Tahiti. And Dora's like, um, fact check. Uh, all of the Baroness's prized possessions were left at her home, Hacienda Paradise, and there was no record of a passing ship going to Tahiti that day. So, they better with their lives. Checkmate, Whitmers. But also, like, they weren't going to pursue it because they didn't even like her anyways. Yeah, they're, like, just glad she's gone. Yeah, they're, like, I mean, something's suspicious there, but I'm not going to press it. You know? Some things fix themselves. Exactly. Like, sometimes... You've just gotta let let it ride, wait in the current, ride in the tide, which is something exactly. that a that a man sent to me once on Facebook Messenger. I'm sorry, which is that a, to you. that's a story for another day. So basically, like after this happens, Lorenz is like, "All right, I've got to pack it up and go back to Germany. I didn't even want to be here. It's just that my lover and her other lover dragged me all the way out here. I want to go back home." So he convinces this guy in a little fishing boat to take him to San Cristobal, which is a more Wonderful. developed island. Okay. And this and... guy, and the, these people, these passing ships and the people in the boats are just like, yeah, sure, get in. Like, what? Yeah. Hey, hitchhiking, people hitchhiked all the way up. You know, people hitchhiked all the time. They were just hitchhiking on boats. Okay. okay. You know, I guess. I don't know. They just didn't ask either. questions. But also, like, all, this colony on this island was really well known because they were, like, sailors were talking about them their letters back home were being um published in excuse me <laughs> my body just did a hard reset um <laughs> just like, i just like had painful hiccups and burps all at the same time oh i hate that disgusting i'm disgusting oh um but like these were really well like they were really well-known characters to everybody in the area okay okay that makes so it sense. wasn't just like they were strangers i mean like they had never met them but right but they knew, they of knew them. who they were like they knew okay this is one of the baroness's lovers because i've read about him in newspapers you know yeah these aren't cannibals so i'm no good. like they're they're normal ish except for that they live on an island and probably murder each other they're normal except not but they're I, they're not a threat to me so it's fine exactly so he gets this fisherman on his little fisher boat to take him to san cristobal where he can then you know make his way back home and the boat disappears oh gosh we just thought he, they weren't a threat to him it just yeah like he just dis the boat disappears and it's discovered months later with his mummified remains inside. What the crack? Yeah. Yeah, what the crack, man. Like. Okay. So, he did that, you know, and he got mummified. And I guess, like, they think that the boat washed up on the island on this island and there's like not no fresh water on this island that they washed up on and so they think that both he and the captain died of dehydration and then yeah 
And I, I get how that could be possible, but I also don't get how you how you don't just get to where you're going, you know? Right. Like I can get I can I can understand getting stranded somewhere, but like if your boat's in good working order, just just get back out on the ocean when the weather's nice. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And maybe that's really naive of me to say. But that's what I think. Yeah, I don't know how all this works, you know. I don't either. I don't know anything about sailing. So that takes care. Like the Baroness and her two lovers, gone. So Just disappeared. Baroness and Philipson disappeared. Not a trace of them was ever seen or heard of again. And But Lorenz, his mummified body, was found in a fishing boat months after he okay. disappeared. Okay, so that's okay. just really whack. Also... I guess I just don't know how the mummification process goes, like the natural yeah, mummification. Yeah, that's what I was like, what? And a new So after all of this happens, uh, hard times come on the island. There's like a severe drought. And so freshwater was really already hard to find. It was really hard to find. So much so that Ritter, good old Dr. Ritter, Friedrich, and Dora started like eating their chickens when they had been vegetarians. So basically okay. what what Dora says happened is that one of their chickens died of a disease sure, or something. You know, sure. chickens chickens die. They just kill know? over for no reason. You could like breathe on them hard and they just die. They really do. They really do. Um chickens just die sometimes and they decided to boil the chicken and they thought that if they boiled the chicken then it would be fine. <laughs> Beet would. Uh, and wait. So so water is scarce, but they're using water to boil a chicken. They they probably used salt water. Okay, okay, okay. I can get it. Yeah. You know? All right. That makes that's sense. what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking they did. They boil this chicken and they eat it. And Ritter gets sick. Real sick. Dora's fine. Ritter gets really sick and they're eating these chickens. And then Dora finally calls the Whitmers and is like, listen. This man's on his deathbed, and it's because of this bad chicken we ate. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, did you also eat the chicken? And, she, and you're fine? And she was like, yeah. It's probably because he doesn't have any teeth. Like, yeah. You know? Freaking stupid. Stupid. And so he's like, cannot talk, incapacitated. And Margaret and Dora are both there for his like little final breath or whatever. And Dora... So Dora actually wrote a book describing, she wrote a memoir about all of this. I'm pretty sure you just said that wrong. Memoir? (laughs) Memoir? Memoir. (laughs) How are you supposed to say it? I don't know. To me, it sounds like I'm saying it different than you, but I guess we're saying it the same. (laughs) Memoir! Memoir? Anyway, she wrote a book about her experiences, all right? An autobiography, if you will. Okay. And she writes about his last moments being so sweet and loving and how much they loved each other. And Margaret is straight up like, yeah, he wrote on a napkin, like, I curse you with my final breath. No. What? Yeah, like, he said something. He hated her the whole time. He, like... Margaret thinks so Margaret's like yeah Dora definitely poisoned him and killed him freaking (laughs) and so they think like Ritter knew 
that, that she, she had poisoned him, him and was like i curse you he said hang on let me look up his final words actually which i couldn't find it last time i looked it up which is why it's not in there right now it was the bad can... chicken okay yeah no i can't find it his his dying words were essentially like i curse you and everything that you are but he couldn't say it he wrote it down and margaret was like yeah that's what happened it wasn't loving and touching and sweet like dora he hated you dora like he hated her and she hated him like well i would he pulled her teeth out and was like your multiple sclerosis can be healed if you will it to heal and then her multiple sclerosis got really bad on the island and she had to start walking around with a cane like she did not get better and she basically was like all right this guy's a phony also i think he was like 15 years older than her yeah weirdo yeah so he was 15 years older than her and was basically like pulled pulled all of her teeth out and moved her to this island Away from everybody she knows and loves. She left her husband for him. For this freak. And I, you know she poisoned him probably with this chicken. I would have too. Okay well. I mean. That's a. Hey. That's on you boo. Never mind. Yeah we'll cut that. Yeah yeah. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. Um, so yeah. So then after he dies Dora's like. She left. She went back to Germany. Good for her. She wrote her book, and she died, I think, in the 40s. Okay. She didn't um, live... She didn't... Her her disease got really bad. Okay. Yeah. The Whitmers lived the rest of their lives on the island. That's a shocking twist. Isn't that... So, Heinz and Margaret built a hotel. Oh, that's cool. Which is what the Baroness came to do, but they ended up doing it. They built a hotel on Floriana. Their... Um, the child that was born on the island lived most of his life there wow yeah and they became super successful and like had a yacht club or something like that but um yeah and Heinz and Margaret lived to be old and they died there so they moved there to do like normal people stuff not pull all their teeth out and like be hermits yeah so like basically all the really wacky weird characters had really weird and tacky tacky not tacky deaths that's i meant to say wacky and i said tacky wacky deaths or disappearances and they were normal and they led a normal life and they were they were very successful on the island interesting Mm -hmm. yeah that's the moral of the story don't be weird and i feel like I feel like each day I get closer and closer to who the Baroness was. You know? Except probably actually the opposite. Like, I could see myself running around with, like, the same vibe, but there's no way I could actually pull two lovers at the same time. I can't even pull one, if I'm being quite honest. So I I didn't want to be the one to say that part, (laughs) but I'm glad you did. Yeah. So there's that. But I don't know. Yeah, anyway, so that's the story. That was very interesting. It takes a lot of turns that you don't really expect. Definitely. Just when I thought it couldn't get any weirder, I was like, what is happening? I know. But I highly suggest listening to the My Favorite Murder episode on it. Because they 
one they're really freaking funny and two okay i don't know where they got their research from but i tried to make my resource my research organic because i don't want to like listen to a podcast and just spit out exactly what they said um, yeah yeah chew it up and spit it out but a little yeah. bit different yeah so i wanted to do my own research and i honest to goodness like could not find a lot of the information that they found so i pulled some stuff from them but if you want to listen to some some really really funny people who have their crap a little bit more together a lot more together than we do a lot more together. so so we're getting behind my favorite murder podcast yeah okay i'll i'll green light them i'll endorse them okay let's do it i haven't listened so i'll have to go listen after this yeah, they're pretty funny. I like them. But uh, I've literally only listened to that episode. Okay, so, I mean, so, what if that's the only good episode they have? And we based, just were like, well, yes, everybody. One of my best friends listens to them all the time, and she has good taste, so I just assume. Okay, okay, we trust her. We trust yeah. her. I don't know her, but we trust her. That's right, we trust her. She's the, one of the ones that got me into true crime. Okay, yep. That's enough for me to trust her then. Yeah, she was the one, you know what got me into true crime stuff that I realized because I thought that it would scare me, so I never got into it. Yeah. It, it was that Ted Bundy documentary that came out on Netflix. Mm, that was and classic. She was, like, she was like, come over to my apartment and watch this Ted Bundy documentary with me. And I was like, I'm gonna I am going to poop in my pants. You're like, are you prepared to wipe my butt? I know. I was literally like, I need to wear a diaper. And then I watched it and I was like, oh my gosh. This I've is that several times. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. It was a good one. It was. And then here I am now. Here we are with our own podcast. Full spiral. Yep. No, my family was genuinely surprised when I said when I gave them like our podcast stats and I didn't even know our podcast stats had grown since then. Yeah. Did you, let me just read you. Well, I can't because we're recording. (laughs) We have listeners in Italy, Germany. (gasps) This one was for the Germans. Peru. It was for the Germans. I love Peru. I've been there. We have, what am I missing? We have Australian listeners now. <gasps> I want to go there. We also have, there was one other, some in Mexico. Canada, what about our Canadians? Oh, I was going to say, are, are the Canadians still hanging with us? They are. The Canadians are still hanging in there. Love them. I want to go there too. We should make a trip to Canada. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just on the opposite end of our country. Yeah, it's fine. It's no big deal. Yeah. Day trip. Yeah. I've never had a passport in my life. Do you know that? Really? I've been to Mexico, but it was like pre 9-11. Oh, yeah. When you could like go across the border from Texas like it really was easily. Post 9-11, but mm. pre all implement. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Because I've been to Mexico. I like when I was little and we lived in texas yeah we we did that a couple of times just yeah. go across my mom was like, like no we went there before 9-11 i was like okay but before 9-11 i was like two yeah and so i was finally like dude we want to cruise though 
Yeah, I think we went on a boat, like a whale watching or something. Dude, that's so or cool. dolphins. I don't know. Well, you I don't would remember. Get straight up murdered now. Yeah, that's true. It's I dangerous. would step across the border and get slaughtered. Yeah, because you're a ginger. Yeah, they'd be like, nope. Like a false assumption. I don't know, but I'm not going to find out. I don't know. You know, just drugs. Drugs do weird things to people. So they do. So get this. I have to cut this out, but I'm going to tell you the story anyway. And maybe (laughs) we won't cut it out because it is a true crime podcast. Oh gosh, one of my dad's friends cousins or something i don't know man okay listen i was just told the story uh-huh they went hunting in mexico and they went like down this dirt road and kind of got lost so they were on like some land they weren't supposed to be on but they didn't know because they were lost uh-huh and they said this guy came up and like stole all their stuff and told <sighs> them he was looking for this other guy no 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 okay back up this guy came up and stole all their stuff that guy ran off with all their crap. This other guy who supposedly owned the land pulled up like an hour later because they were walking because the guy stole their car and everything. <gasps> the guy who owns the land is like, what are y'all doing? And they were like, well, we were hunting. We got lost. Some guy came up and stole all of our stuff. Landowner guy says, okay, what do you look like? They tell him. The landowner comes back with the guy's head in the back of his truck. No. Gives them all their stuff back. Tells them that's his territory and nobody can steal from people on his, like, land. (gasps) And lets them go and tells them to never come back. Uh, uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah, I was like, uh, I would shit myself yeah no i feel like i mean most of what i know about the cartel comes from breaking bad so right yeah yeah as As accurate as that might be yeah like new mexico drug scene yeah Um, but like i don't know i just imagine it's it has to be so brutal out there it breaks my heart yeah well i know it's bad yeah it is bad yeah i remember when they first opened the border in texas and they were like there were like two or three news stories of people smuggling children over oh my gosh smuggling because it was open so they could just come over but like the texas ice agents would find like kids stashed in the bushes like three years old and under they had just like ditched them because they weren't their children they were just hired to like bring them over yeah i was like that is so sad that is sad it's really heartbreaking to hear all of that stuff makes me so so sad yeah anyway might cut all that out don't know who knows we'll we'll see we'll decide what time are we at right now that's a great question i'm not even looking four minutes and 14 seconds how many 64 okay i thought you said 34 and i was like that short that went by fast. Like, dang, I'm not long-winded tonight. No, I am. I'm always long-winded. Our last podcast was 72 minutes, so we're doing a little better. Yeah, we are. We got through it a little bit. All right, do you want to end it? Yeah, probably should. Okay, I'll call you. I'm on my co- color by number. All right, bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of our podcast. Or something like that. You can contact us at or something like that seven at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at or something like that seven. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, be sure if you're listening on Apple Podcasts uh, to rate and review us. We would greatly appreciate it. Tune in next week for your hearty dose of crime, conspiracy, and our cringy life stories. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> my brain was reading. <laughs> my mouth wasn't saying what I was reading. I know. <laughs>